Okay, we pick up on 11b, Yud Aleph Amud Bet, and uh, what we have, we had been discussing just at the end of yesterday's shiur, uh, the lineage of uh, of Kalev. We said Kalev uh, was um, uh, David, uh, King David came from Miriam, because uh, we, we quoted a verse, Azuvah, the wife of Kalev died, and Kalev took Ephrat, and uh, from there came Hur. Uh, so from Kalev and... and um, we know uh, later on we're going to see that today uh, we said Ephrat was Miriam and uh, once we had uh, Ephrat um, uh, David came from Ephrat so now what we do uh, we, we quote that verse more fully uh, there's a verse in, in uh, Divrei Yamim Chronicles and what happens is with Chronicles even though uh, it, it seemingly is uh, just a, pl- a plain repeat uh, of the, uh, uh, the, the, the Torah uh, from the time of Adam uh, all the way through uh, the, the Tanakh uh, it seems to be that on the face of it uh, but what happens is there are uh, d- different events uh, that uh, are, are mentioned uh, in there and we, c- we can get perspective on uh, <coughs> on different ideas and also uh, what happens is it seems to say uh, chronologically that there are a whole lot of different people and uh, we end up saying uh, that they are like one so here's a, an excellent example of such a discussion uh, because it says Kadev ben Ketron who led et Azava. Kalev, the son of Ketron, uh, had uh, had children uh, of Azuva, uh, Isha, or his wife, Vet Yiriot, uh, and uh, and of Yiriot, Vaile Baner, uh, who were these sons, Yesher, Vashochav, Vaardon, uh, Yesher, Shochav, and Ardon. So that's a verse from uh, quite close to the beginning of the Sefer, Devrayamim, uh, um, chapter 2, verse 18. Uh, and the Gemara says, Ben Chetzron, what are you talking about? Kalev Ben Chetzron, was he really the son of Chetzron? Uh, ben Yufuneh, who surely he was the son of Yufuneh, uh, that's uh, when we talk about it in Parashat Shlach, we said Kalev Ben Yufuneh, uh, why does it call him here Ben Chetzron? Ben Shapana Ma'azivat, Mayatat Meraglim. No, why was he Yufuneh? Because he was uh, turned away uh, from uh, the, the, what we say is uh, in, in Yifune Yifune is actually uh, not his real name but it was just because he turned away uh, Shepana uh, Shepana is uh, like Yifune uh, related to that word Eitzat um, Meraglim he turned away from the council of the spies uh, but still Vachati Ben Kanazu it still says he was Kalev was uh, the son of Kanaz Tiktiv Viyokadeh Otniel Ben Kanaz Achi Kalev uh, it says Otniel, the son of Kanaz, uh, Kalev's brother, took it. That's uh, near the beginning of Shoftim. So how could he be the son of Kanaz as well? Uh, Amarava, uh, it says Chogro to Kanaz Have. No, he was the stepson of Kanaz. Uh, he had a, he had the same mother. Him and Otniel shared the same mother, uh, but they had uh, different fathers. All right. So the Gemara carries on. Uh, Kanami, and you can also uh, look at this if you read it carefully. Uh, you can see that coming out from the verse. Dictive Hakanazi. Uh, it says Hakanazi. Uh, even though the father was Yefune, he was known as Hakanazi, even though he wasn't really uh, the real son of Kanaz. And the Gemara says, Mina. Exactly what what Rava said uh, was correct. Okay, so uh, going back to Azuvah, uh, Azuvah, we said uh, he had children from Azuvah, Azu Miriam, that is Miriam, Lamech Nikra, Shema Azuvah, why was her name called Azuvah? Literally, Azuvah means uh, abandoned, okay, Shakol, Azuvah, Mitkirata, really everyone abandoned her at the beginning uh, because uh, she she looked, she was very sick and uh, she looked unattractive uh, and therefore she was no good. Uh, Holid, uh, what do you mean she... um, 
he uh, had children uh, uh, what do you mean uh, you know had children surely it means that he married her anyone who marries a woman uh, for the sake of heaven uh, as if he actually married her, uh, you know, as if he gave birth to her. So you don't really care uh, what she looks like. You're marrying her uh, in, this, uh, in this instance. But still, we're going to see that that changes around now in a second. Yiriot, Domim, Yiriot. What happens is, and her name was also called Yiriot uh, in that verse, it says, Azuvai's wife and Yiriot, and that's it. So Yiriot, and this thing, she was, uh, it says, she was like uh, these very plain curtains. So her face was very uh, white and, uh, and, and, and pale. Uh, and these were her sons. Uh, don't say these were sons, say these were the people who built her up. Uh, in other words, these are not the name of her children. Uh, these are actually her names for Kalev himself uh, because he built her up. Kalev married. Uh, Miriam, even though she was uh, sick and unattractive, and he built her up. Uh, so therefore, uh, these are the names. So Yesher, uh, we call him Yesher because Sheishar Etatzmo. He made himself straight, uh, and he didn't listen to the spies. Uh, Shovav, uh, we call him Shovav as well uh, because She Shibav Etitro. He broke his Yetzirah uh, by going in rebellion against the other spies. Uh, Ardon, uh, we call him Ardon as well. It says Shirada, uh, talking about ruling. Uh, he ruled over his evil inclination. Uh, we could have another, another understanding of this Vardon Shaya. I'll show you Panea Dumim No, because uh, after the way he looked after Miriam, uh, she changed from being uh, uh, unattractive uh, to very beautiful. Her face became uh, like a rose, and therefore she was called Vardon uh, as a result of that. Ashkur Avi Nashim Nara. So another another verse uh, we're going to darshan out now uh, in chapter four in Devarayamim. It says Ashur uh, the, the 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 person called Ashkur. Okay, Avi Tuka the father of Tuka had two wives and their names were Chela and Nara. Okay, Nara. So Ashkur Zu Kalev Ashkur. We have a tradition is Kalev. Lama Nikrashmo Ashkur. Why was he called Ashkur? It says She Choshcharu Panav Betaniot. His face became black because of fasts, because he didn't want to. He fought really against the sin of of the spies. He really fought hard against it, and that's why his face became black because he fasted. Avi. She now say, Lok Av. He became like a father to his wife. He looked like he looked after her incredibly well. Toka shetaka etlibo laviv shibashmaim. Toka means he attached his his heart to the Father and in heaven. Yulosh Tainashim. He had two wives. Really mean. Now say Miriam Kishtainashim. Miriam was like two wives to him. First, the beginning. Hala. Chala Venara. In the beginning, she became Chala, which means uh, law. Chala Venara Hava. It doesn't mean that uh, there weren't two separate women. Ella Abitkila Chala. In the beginning, she was sickly. Okay, Vlasov Nara. And then afterwards, she became a young woman. Uh, it says, and after Vlai Chala, Tseret Vatsuar Vetnan. So then, and these are the children of Chala, which Tseret and Tsuar and Etnan. So now, Tseret, uh, 
she became so beautiful uh, she was like a rival wife uh, to other women because they, they became jealous because uh, all of a sudden uh, he, uh, he made her so beautiful her face became uh, like her uh, face uh, shines uh, like the sun in the after like at, at, at noon okay anyone who saw uh, would be very attracted to her and he would go home uh, and uh, he would bring a gift to his wife uh, to try and have relations uh, with his wife okay uh, you know uh, we did say before uh, you know that uh, uh, you know the Yatsuhara does rule over something that you see uh, and therefore they saw Miriam and then that attracted them to their wives alright so now uh, we carry on that was the whole discussion about uh, the, the verse in Divrei Yamim and now moving on uh, we say we're going back uh, to the verses in Shmot uh, um, and now we're in, in verse 22 in the first chapter Vietzav Paro El Cholamo Paro said, uh, you know, to all of his people, it says, every son that is born you should throw into this river and every daughter you should save uh, as well. So now, uh, what, what we're talking about here, he says, every son, even for his own uh, people, uh, he said that every son should be sh- thrown into the river. Amar Aviosi, Rebbe Kaneni, Rebbe Yosi, Shalosh Gazar, Gazar. The three decrees that he decreed were, but Kila, Im, Ben Hu, Mamatem, Oto. If he said the first decree was if he was a son, then you have to kill him. Ulosov, Kola Ben Hayelud, Yara, Tashlichu. And then afterwards, every son that is born, you should throw into the river. Ulosov, Af Al Amor Gazar. So it, it got even more cruel, is that even his own uh, um, uh, nation uh, that uh, sh- they should be thrown into the river. The reason for that uh, was because of the fact that um, uh, that the the, the what uh, he he saw his adro- astrologers told him uh, that uh, a child is going to be uh, born today that's going to save the Jewish people. Uh, but the astrologers couldn't tell him uh, if he was a. Uh, an Egyptian or a Jewish child, and uh, and and that was Moshe, uh, because Moshe, because he grew up in the in the in the uh, palace, uh, we weren't sure if he was Jewish uh, or he, he was actually Egyptian. So as a result, uh, they went ahead and uh, you know made a decree that they threw uh, all uh, babies into the water, all males into the water uh, that day. So now the verse, uh, another verse. There's chapter two now. We moved over to chapter. Two, it says, a man from the house of Levi. It says, took a wife uh, of the daughter of Levi. That's it. Doesn't mention their names. Uh, in other words, really, the the the. The thing is here is that Hashem is orchestrating everything behind. We don't talk about uh, the protagonists and everything like that. Really, we talk about Hashem uh, uh, in all of these things. But anyway, uh, where did he go to? He came and he went according to the advice of his daughter, uh, who was Miriam uh, at the time. Miriam was a very young girl uh, at the time in Sana. As we explain in Abrata, Amram Gadol Hadohaya, Avram, Amram was the greatest man in the generation. That was obviously uh, uh, everyone's fa- uh, Moshe and Aaron and Miriam's father. Uh, it says, Kavan Shir Asham Amar, Paro Rasha, once Paro the Rasha uh, announced, Kolaben Yelud Yaora Itashlihu, every 
male child that is born should get thrown in the river. Amar l'shav ani anum amelim. It's for nothing uh, that we are uh, worrying and, and and working hard to bring children into the world if they're just going to be drowned. It says Amar v'gereshu tisho. He he got up and divorced his wife. Uh, and once because he was a god lador, everyone followed his way of uh, of of thinking amdukulam vegarshu et nashotahim uh, everyone got up and divorced their wives as well. They said, what's the point in bringing children into the world uh, if they're just going to be killed? Uh, therefore, Amrat Lord Bito, his daughter, uh, who was Miriam, said, Abba, uh, your decrees are worse than Paro. Paro is only decreed uh, against the males, uh, the male boys. Uh, and you have decreed on the males as well as the females. Uh, because if you're not going to have children, well, then there's not going to be any boys nor girls. Uh, Paro only decreed uh, in this world, uh, and you will kill them only in this world. Uh, you decreed in this world and the next. Now, the simple uh, meaning of this is that the the, ch- the child, uh, even if he gets born, uh, and even if Shalom, he would get killed, uh, still he gets Ulamaba. So you are stopping them uh, getting Olam Haba as well. Uh, another understanding of this is that the, the parents, uh, if you divorce and you don't have children, uh, then you're violating the mitzvah of Puravu, uh, of, of procreation, and therefore uh, you're denying yourselves reward in the world to come. Okay, so that's another explanation uh, of, of, that, uh, of that thing. So, okay, so uh, of that statement. So para Russia and para the evil, uh, it says, Safek eno Mikhaemit. Uh, we're not sure uh, whether <coughs> his decree will be fulfilled or not. Uh, maybe people won't listen to it uh, over there. Uh, and but however, you are a tzaddik uh, and you are the gadlador. Uh, you are a righteous person. Vada uh, because and, and people are going to listen to you, uh, and and therefore your decree will definitely be fulfilled. Uh, you decree a thing, it should be established for you. Right, so if you decide to do it, uh, it's going to happen. Ahmad Vergazir etishto, he says, you know, you are right, uh, and he takes back uh, his wife, Kulan Vergaziru et Nashotahim. And everyone got up uh, then because the Gadlador had taken back his wife, uh, he remarried his wife over there. So now Vayikach, uh, it says, So when it says Vayikach, Kicha is a lotion of Kedushin. An expression of Kedushin and uh, acquiring a wife. So, it says he took back. Uh, it should have said that. Amar Rav Yehuda Barzvina. Rav Yehuda Barzvina says, No, he made a big deal of it. Uh, like a whole uh, ceremony all over again. Uh, he said, uh, it says he made it like uh, he took her for the first time. Hashiva. Uh, he, he put her on this, uh, um, this like, uh, uh, platform, uh, etc., and uh, and and Aaron, uh, Miriam, Meraktin Lafana, and and what he did was this beautiful chair, and he put a <coughs> on, uh, you know, like a chair that carried people, and he he put her uh, on there, and uh, and Aaron and Miriam, Meraktin uh, Lafana, dance in front of her, Malacha Sharit Amru, Aim Abanim Smecha, and uh, and they danced for one, and the angel said, uh, part of what we say and tell him, uh, a joyful mother of children. Uh, that is that is that. Okay.
Uh, now move on. It says a fat Levi. Uh, it, he says she's a daughter of Levi. Now if Shar bat mayor shloshim shana havia vakari la bat. She was 130 years old at the time. How could I call her a daughter? Uh, and really, what we have, we know how old Yochevet was because uh, we have the following thing. When it says that uh, the Jewish people came down to Egypt at the end of. Uh, uh, it discusses them coming down to Egypt. It mentions uh, that there were 33 people, uh, even though if you count the verses, uh, they're only 32. And Rabbi Chama Barachanin says, uh, The 33rd uh, is Yochevet. She says, She was conceived <coughs> on the way. And uh, she was uh, uh, born uh, as they came into Egypt, between the walls uh, of the Egypt, and that's it. So she was born in Egypt. That was uh, the, the name of Amram's wife, who was the daughter of Levi, born to Levi in Egypt. So she was born uh, in Egypt. So now, uh, so her birth was in Egypt, conception was not in Egypt. And we know the Jewish people were in Egypt for 210 years, and Moshe was 80 at the time of the Exodus. Those are verses uh, that are written, uh, and uh, or at least you know Moshe's age uh, coming out. So we know that Yochevet was one thirty uh, when Moshe was born, and therefore Amar Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says So even though she was one thirty, uh, it says she 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 looked like a young woman. They were, when her husband remarried her, she became like a young girl again. All right, uh, the whole discussion as to why you know Sarah we make such a big deal about Sarah uh, being nine. And having a child and such a big miracle, etc. Here, uh, Yochevet was much older uh, than that. So we, we see, you know, and, and, uh, and Miriam was only like, uh, I think, uh, five or six uh, at the time. She was only uh, six years older than uh, Moshe. And Aaron was three years older than Moshe. So we see that, uh, uh, you know, so, so she, she gave birth even at, at age 125. All right. Uh, it says the woman conceived and had a son. And then uh, she, when she saw him, he was good. Uh, she hid him for three months. Uh, it says, Vahai, havat me, havat abra, lay tlata yarcha mekara. <coughs> so, uh, according to the Gomorrah over here, it says Yochevet was pregnant for Moshe for three months uh, before, uh, as, as we'll see. So now, th- this is actually different uh, from uh, Rashi and Chumash, who says that actually Moshe was born at six months old, I after a, a six-month pregnancy. So, I'm a Rav Yehuda bar Zvina, Makish Lerata, Lorata. No, Rav Yehuda bar Zvina says, listen, uh, what it talks about, her giving, we want to connect uh, her giving birth to her becoming pregnant. Mahorata, Shlobatar, the same way she became pregnant uh, without any pain. Afia Lerata, Shlobatar, so too her birth. Uh, was without any pain as well. Mikan la nashim tzitkaniot shaloyu pitka shal chava. So we see that righteous women are not affected by the uh, the curse, uh, the verdict that was given uh, to Eve that uh, that the people will give birth in a lot of pain. Okay, she she was such a righteous woman. Uh, she gave um, uh, she didn't give pain. Uh, she didn't have pain while she gave birth. Uh, so just going back to that verse, uh, it says when the Tower of and it says that the woman conceived and had a son, the continuation of that verse, it says that he saw, she saw that he was good. Uh, what does that mean? Tanya, Rebbe Maram, I have Tov Shmo. What do you mean that he was good? Tov was his name. Uh, that's one explanation. Rabbi Hudomer, no, Tuvia Shmo, his name was Tuvia. Uh, so that's the second explanation. Rabbi Nechemer, Hagun Lenaviot. She saw that he was uh, fitting for prophecy. 
Okay, uh, that is Rabbi Nehemia. That's what the Tov means. It's good because he was going to be a prophet. Other people say, no lad, Shehumahul. He was born circumcised. We had that with David as well uh, recently when we talked about um, Machtam. Mechtam, and we said read that as Machtam. All right, so he was the where the place uh, that he was meant to be wounded uh, was pure. All right, uh, as we uh, was was perfect. All right, so he was he was um, uh, born uh, circumcised and Chachamim room fifth opinion. But Moshe when Moshe was born, Nitmalei Habayit Kulo or the house was filled uh, with light, so we could they, they could see that there was something special going on here. Ktiv Hacha Vatera or Tov Tovhu she saw that he was good. Ktiv Hatam and written at the beginning of Bereishit Viyar Elohim Etaor Kitov and Hashem saw the light and it was good. So the connection between good and good uh, there is light in the one pasuk. What we're saying is uh, it's talking about light in the other pasuk. All right. <coughs> So now, uh, the, those all uh, understandings of how Moshe, uh, you know, they they knew that there was something special going on here. Uh, she had him for three months, and it says the law uh, because the Egyptians counted the nine months uh, from a pregnancy only after uh, the husband took her back. Uh, it says, and it says that uh, she was pregnant uh, for three months before. And as we said, uh, this goes uh, against how the Rashi explains it in Chumash, uh, Rashi in, in Shemot, uh, chapter 2 over here. Uh, this, this, in, in verse, verse 1 uh, says that uh, she, he, she was, he was born after six months. So Moshe was premature and he was born after six months. And that makes sense uh, because actually, uh, if you count forward, then the three months Moshe was born on the seventh of Adar, also died on the seventh of Adar, uh, and uh, if you count forward uh, three months uh, from uh, the seventh of Adar, uh, you, you you end up Nisan here and Sivan, uh, you end up uh, where, where Moshe, in theory, his full term uh, would have been uh, three months later. Uh, so he's, he's, where he's meant to come out is on the the sixth uh, or seventh of Sivan. And, uh, and that obviously is uh, the time of the giving of the Torah. So Moshe would be revealed uh, fully uh, at, at the time of the giving of the Torah. Okay, which that, uh, that makes, um, uh, you know, that, that connection, which uh, this, this obviously uh, doesn't, uh, if we say that she was already pregnant for three months before, and then Moshe was always meant to be born. He was born full term on the 7th of Adar. Okay, anyway, uh, it says, uh, They weren't able to hide him. Am I? Uh, why is that? It's Why couldn't she hide um, anymore? Uh, so it says, uh, Whenever the Egyptians would hear uh, that a child had been born, Mamtu, uh, Yunuka uh, Hatam, what they would do is bring another baby uh, to, to their Kihaiki, the Lishma Inu, What they would do is bring another baby there and, and make it cry, and then uh, that would trigger uh, the, the first baby to cry. Achazu, Lanu, Shalim, Shalim, Katanim. And then, because uh, the verse says in Shira Shirim, uh, take for us a little fox, a little fox that spilled the vineyards, uh, vineyards on blossom, etc. So, so therefore, uh, those those little babies are like little foxes that come along and destroy uh, the 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 Jewish babies. Uh, it says, "Ve'tikach lo teivat gome." 
and she couldn't hide him. She took an ark uh, made of bulrushes and she she uh, put um, uh, the, uh, the tar on the outside uh, and she put the child inside there and she put it by the willows near the river's bank. Mashna gome why why dafka bulrushes that she used them? Am Ravelaza bekana tzadikim she amamonam chavileim yoter migufan. Rabbi Leizer says Elaza says you know the the. The tzaddikim, uh, their money is more uh, pressure to them than their bodies, right? Uh, that doesn't, you know, take something uh, which still protects, uh, but doesn't cost uh, as much, let's say, as, uh, uh, as as a very expensive wood or something like that. It still would protect them, uh, you know, and kolkach uh, lama, why do they take such care over their possessions? Lafish and poshin yadahim begezel. They don't stretch out their hand uh, to, to take money of stolen property. So therefore, their own property is very precious to them okay so so that um uh, that is that is that all right so now um uh what what uh uh, what we uh, the next thing over there uh, the next understanding of this uh, which doesn't uh, take this explanation Rav Shmuel Barnachmani uh, Omar he says no uh, it actually was a benefit she deliberately uh, d- used this Davar uh, she used something soft uh, like bulrushes Shechol Lamor Bifnei Davar Rach Davar Kashe because uh, if a bulrush smashes into something uh, it won't get pierced by something soft definitely not and also even something hard it will just bend in and won't break. Uh, so if you would make it of, of strong wood, uh, then if it was to hit something very hard, like a rock or something like that, uh, then it could break and that would be obviously uh, fatal for this young baby. Uh, it says, uh, She put it, uh, the, this tar on and this pitch, etc. Uh, inside she put this... Um, Tar on and then the, the pitch on the outside. Uh, it says um, <coughs> uh, the uh, yeah. So actually, um, the well, the way actually we were doing this effort is that it's something that actually doesn't smell too bad. Uh, at, you know, over there. So the. Uh, the, sorry, the the uh, is it doesn't smell too bad. The zefet uh, does smell bad. Kadesh lo yereach or tor tzadik reachra. So the Moshe would not smell uh, the the smell of tar, this pitch, uh, etc. So you know, I've got this another explanation is is, is bitumen. Yeah, so it, it probably is that uh, bitumen is you know we 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 do refer to it as as. Uh, uh, maybe asphalt or something like that, and maybe you know it doesn't smell as bad as the as the strong pitch uh, smell. Okay, uh, that is that. All right. So anyway, v'tasem ba etz yeled v'tasem basuf. She put the child inside and she put it basuf uh, in in the willows. Rebiliezomer yamsuf. She put it in the in the yamsuf uh, where later on the Egyptians would cross and uh, and and get destroyed. Rabbi Shmuel ben Achmani Amar no agam. She put it in a marsh. Dictiv kane basuf. Kamalu. All right, the, the the reeds and the willows uh, should wither. That's a verse in uh, Isaiah. Okay, So what happens is, so she put it uh, not in the middle of the water, but in the bulrushes on the side. Uh, she hoped that uh, once he'd gone into the water, it uh, could be that uh, he would uh, uh, come and uh, and 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 would the decree would be nullified thereafter, and you wouldn't have to throw the baby boys into the. Uh, ocean anymore because now they would have seen that Moshe went in to the water and then they would have said okay well the astrologers would say that uh, it's been done and you don't have to worry anymore anyway 
so she didn't put her too far in because she didn't want him to float away. But uh, what happens is her plans uh, seemingly get uh, uh, destroyed. The daughter of Pharaoh herself uh, came down uh, to bathe in the river. Uh, she went down to cleanse herself um, uh, you know, from the, the impurity of the idols. In other words, uh, what she did, uh, she was uh, coming to convert. Okay, um, Really, the idols of her father means that she was coming to convert to Judaism. When Hashem decides, he washes away the, the filth of the daughters of Zion, etc., so it's talking about uh, washing, not for physical uh, pleasure or cleanliness, it's just really um, to become uh, um, pure for the sake of entering into uh, the covenant. Okay, uh, it says, V'narotea, Holochot, the maidens were walking alongside her, uh, and uh, it says, Amar of Yochanan, Aina lachazu, Ela lashon mitzah. This walking was only for death, because what they might decide to do, uh, they would say, listen, you can't do that, you can't convert to Judaism, uh, and uh, Jews are, are evil and bad and terrible, and we must, uh, you know, they, they, they need to be destroyed, uh, as, as Paro said. Uh, but yeah, um, <coughs> this halicha uh, was only for their death. So Amar of uh, when it talks about Asav, he says, Oh, I'm going to die. Uh, I need, I'm, I'm walking uh, to die. All right, and the Gemara is going to discuss uh, what's, what's going to happen uh, to these people. She saw the ark amongst the, the willows, this, uh, this teva, this box. Once the, the daughters of uh, the maidens saw, saw that she was trying to save Moshe, um, our, our mistress, uh, what's the meaning of the world? The custom of the world. Uh, if, uh, if a flesh and blood a king, a mortal king, comes and makes a decree. Uh, if um, uh, not everyone uh, could may keep the decree, <coughs> it could be that other people certain disobey. Certain people disobey the decree. Uh, but but definitely her family, uh, his his family uh, should come and complete. Uh, you know, not complete, but uh, uh, you know, go keep. Uh, the, the the decree. Uh, so what happens? Uh, and but you are going directly against uh, the decree of your father. By Gabriel, uh, Gabriel came and struck them, uh, and, and and they all died. Okay, because they were, were kind of <coughs> stopping uh, the daughter of Paro uh, coming to save Moshe over there. Uh, it says that uh, she sent out her Amar uh, to take it. So now, what does Amar mean? Rabbi Huda Veribi Nechemia. So we've moved away from Rabbi Shmuel. Now, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Nechemia argue about this. Kadamar, yada. Uh, it really means she stretched out her hand uh, to, to, uh, um, to, to, to save uh, Moshe. Vachadamar, uh, the other one says, no, Shivkata uh, means her maidservant uh, to do it. So Kuna <coughs> also is, is a maidservant. <coughs> the one that says the handkerchief, amata. It's amata, which really means like your ama. Uh, the ama is the amount of space uh, between your uh, middle finger and your elbow. Uh, so that that's amata. Uh, the, so that that means her her forearm. 
Demand Alma Shivkata, a Milokativ, Yada, that when it says it was her talking about her servant, uh, says it doesn't say Yada, it would have been much easier. It says she stretched out her Yada uh, to take it. So he says you must have got a maid servant to take it. Uh, it says Demand Alma Shivkata, uh, but the one that says it was a maid servant, Hi, Amrata, Ba Gabriel, Katan Lukaka. Surely Gabriel has come along and just destroyed uh, all of the, the maid servants. Uh, there's none left, surely. Uh, no, Deshailechara. No, he left. Left uh, one uh, to do it. The law or devat of Malka la make him la la chuda. He says no. Maybe she was a good one, uh, etc. And if it's not, it's embarrassing uh, for a, um, a princess. It's not derech eretz. Not the right way for a princess uh, to be standing alone. Alright, so Namanda Amayada, the one that says she stretched out her hand, well Liktoviada, why isn't explicitly right? Her hand. Uh hi, Kamashmana, no, this is what has come to teach you. Um the ish tar bav. Uh what happens is she extended uh her arm and her arm miraculously uh reached over there. Um uh, so it kind of stretched out, uh, you know, over and over again. And, and this is what uh, the master said. Uh, the same thing with uh, Pharaoh's daughter that went out and extended uh, many amot and, and grabbed the um, <coughs> the, uh, the the crib of Moshe here. Uh, and so too you find with the teeth of uh, wicked people uh, you have come along and broken the teeth of the wicked you have broken you have extended it as well what are we talking about here? Here we're talking about uh, uh, something which is mentioned at the end of Brachot, uh, where the uh, uh, Og lifted up a mountain to come and throw it on the Jewish people. Uh, and what happens is, is that uh, Hashem miraculously extended his teeth. Uh, he wanted to pick up this mountain and throw it and kill you know, a 12 uh, mil uh, mountain. We want to pick it up and throw it on the Jewish people uh, and, and kill them because that's how big their camp was. Uh, and Hashem made... Um, uh, his his molars extend his teeth and, and the mountain got caught around his neck and then Moshe it says uh, you know jumped up um, had an axe ten amot and he jumped up ten amot and he, and, and and he used his axe uh, and he hit him uh, you know he jumped another he jumped ten amot. Um, the axe was ten amot, and uh, and and uh, Moshe was ten amot tall. Uh, so he jumped up, and he managed only to, to get uh, Og on the hill. Uh, but still, that was enough uh, to kill Og. All right. So that is that discussion. You have broken the teeth of the wicked. We don't say broken; just say you have extended uh, the teeth of the wicked, because this mountain got caught around Og's neck, and he uh, couldn't pick it up uh, afterwards uh, because the, his teeth had extended outwards and caught the mountain, and it was tight around his neck. Anyway. Uh, so the same thing um, you know she, she stretched out her arm and also extended uh, as well the daughter of Paro anyway uh, she, she opened it up and she saw uh, the child uh, you know she said she saw um, you know why doesn't say the why why who ama Rebbe Yosi Barakanina Shirata Shkina Imo. No, in addition to Moshe, she saw uh, the Shkina uh, with him. She saw it, uh, and that was very uh, scary uh, for her, and she realised what was going on. Vinay Nar and she saw a child, uh, even though she it started off with Yeled, uh, as it says, like uh, then it comes and calls him a Nar. 
uh, a young a young um, a lad, right, a young boy. Uh, so therefore, we move from child uh, in, in the same verse, and he also has called him Einar. Okay, how do you reconcile that? On the one hand, it calls him a yelled, uh, which is a young boy, and the other time it calls him an ar. So, how do you explain that? Tana, uh, who yelled with uh, Kalor His voice, he was a little boy, but his voice uh, was like a much more mature and much more adult. That's what Rabbi Huda says. Amalor Rabbi Nechemia. Rabbi Yechemia disagrees. Uh, we speak Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yechemia have been arguing a bit uh, about these types of expressions. Imkain, Asito, Lemoshe. Rabbi Nebaumun, what happens is in that situation you've you've, you've come and said, listen, you the you've made him into a Baumun, uh, because that's not a normal thing. If you've got a such a deep voice, um, you know uh, that uh, you're a baby, but you've got a uh, kind of a much a, ch- a voice of a child that's much older, uh, that's a Baumun. Ella, so what do we say? Malamaid she asta lo imo chupat neurim Really, what she says, his mother made him a, a small chupa. Uh, for him in the ark, it says because Shema lo eske lechupato. Maybe I won't merit uh, to see his chupa. Okay, and that is uh, um, a uh, uh, you know, and and she was was so upset about that. So therefore, uh, she went ahead and uh, did it. All right, and 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 now it talks about paro v'tachmol alav, and she had mercy upon him. V'tome miadei havrimze. She says this is one of the the Jewish children. Minada, how did she know that? Amar of Yosi berbichinina. Uh, she saw that he was circumcised, so she knew uh, that he was uh, Jewish. Uh, there, uh, you know, Paro's daughter says, uh, there, this is one of the children of the Ivrim. Okay, Amra of Yochanan, Melamed, Shinit Nab. Nit Nab'a Shlo Midata Zenofel Vainacha Nofel. She prophesied unknowingly because uh, she says this one uh, is thrown into the water. Ze uh, was thrown into water, but not others uh, will fall into the water because, as we mentioned, uh, the astrologer said, listen, uh, you've thrown all the babies into the water today. Uh, this was the day that Moshe was put into the water and therefore, uh, we not can't work out if he's Egyptian or Hebrew, uh, we see, but now it's been done. He has been thrown into the water. Uh, and, and that's it. So now, Hanud Amma Rebbe Lazar, that's what Rebbe Lazar says. My adjective, what is the meaning of the verse? For here, Amru, Aleichem Dashu, Etavot, Vete, Right, they say to the uh, necromancers and the diviners, uh, all people who, who uh, like look towards the future, that chirp, mitzav tefim and and matter mahagim. Right, what is that talking about? Uh, it says tofim and mahagim. It says They see, uh, they see certain things, but they don't know what they sing. Mahagim uh, They 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 say certain things, but they don't know. So what happens is they they say certain things. So now, uh, as we said, they saw uh, that the the savior of the Jewish people uh, was around, uh, and he had to be his his end was going to be uh, with water. Uh, so what they did was. Uh, they threw all the babies in the water, and that seemed to to work uh, because the, the, you know, it seemed to that he's been thrown in the water. Uh, that the water did affect him a little bit, but uh, but then afterwards they didn't realise. Um, they didn't know what they seen. They didn't even know it was Egyptian or or, or Hebrew, etc. And, and that's why they commanded everyone uh, to get uh, thrown in the water. So now uh, here is the. 
um, uh, the the actual story itself. Uh, they saw that the savior of the Jewish people would be struck by water. Every son that is born, you should throw in the river. You know, Egyptian and Hebrew over there. Kavan de <laughs> Once they put Moshe uh, in the water, uh, he was protected in the ark. And it says, Amru, tu lo chazinan, kiu siman. All right, we don't see anything in the stars uh, like that. So, uh, in other words, uh, th- therefore, you know, we, we, we save. It looks like you've, you've sorted it out. Bitlu, Gazaratayu, they went ahead and dec- uh, stopped the decree from then onwards. Uh, and really, what's said, Vahin anyudim, shal meimriva. Uh, Moshe would uh, meet his demise. He would he would fail. Uh, his biggest failure uh, was going to be at May Meriva, uh, the waters of Meriva. Uh, that it was to do with water, <coughs> and they knew there was going to be a downfall with water uh, for Moshe, uh, but they didn't really understand uh, what they're saying. And Vahanu, the Amar Rav Chama, Berevi Chinina, and this is what Rav Chama and the son of Rav Chinina says. My detective, Hema May Meriva, Asheravu. These Hema are the waters of Meriva, uh, where you know the the, the children. Children fought uh, with uh, where, where, where there was this fight. So the, the children of Israel fought with Hashem, and he was sanctified. Hema Sheru Etznige Paro Vatau. These are the same waters uh, that the astrologers of Pharaoh saw, and they made a mistake. Hanu to Kamra Moshe, and that's what Moshe says. Sheish Mot Elev Ragli, and that's what Moshe says. Six hundred thousand men on foot, uh, and, and and I will give them flesh so they can eat a whole month. Amalem Moshe Israel Bishvili Nitzatem Kochem. So Moshe said to the Jewish people. On account of me, uh, Ragli is like me. Uh, you were all saved because uh, it was it was all. Um, yeah, we can. They cancelled it. The decree thereafter. All right. Amrav Kanina by Papa. Rabbi Kanina by Papa. Amar he says. That day that Moshe was put in the water was the twenty-first of Nisan. Amru Malachah Sharit Lemnei Kodesh Baruch Hu. Hashem, the angel said in front of Hashem. It says, Rebono Shalom, Master of the Universe. Misha Tzid Lamar Shira Alayam Biyom Azeh Yokeh Biyom Azeh. The one in future who's going to say Shira, uh, the song of the Red Sea, the seventh day of Pesach uh, that we're talking about here, when the Jews crossed the see uh, Moshe led them in songs so future is going to sing the songs all of the, how, how can you kill him uh, over here uh, at this stage so Hashem says okay well I'm not going to to kill him as well I'm Rav Achabachinina says now Tzwayom Shishab Sivan Hava as we explained uh, before that that day uh, was the 6th of Sivan I'm Rav Achabachinina live now Kodesh Baruch Hu Ribon Hashalam Master of the Universe Miyatid Lekabel Torah Mihar Sinai Viyom Hazeh Yukutu you know, should uh, should in future the one that's going to get the Torah on the 6th of Sivan uh, should he be hit uh, struck on this day because uh, that's the date the Torah was given okay there's some dispute in the Gemara and Shabbat uh, I think 88, 89 uh, etc when exactly uh, the day was was it the 6th of Sivan was it the 7th of Sivan uh, etc so now you could find 6th of Sivan you can find the three months where Moshe was hidden after his birth Amamar Basar Mate 
Asar Nolad Moshe. Moshe died on the seventh of Adar. Moshe was born on the seventh of Adar. Misheva Adar Ad Shisha Nisan Tlatayacha. And and based on this, the seventh of Adar until the sixth of Sivan, uh, that is three months. Uh, that's what three months that Moshe was heaved before he was put being put in the water. Elan Man Damar Bishim Bechad Benisan Haikemishkachla. But according to the one that it says he was on the twenty first of Nisan, how could he be hidden for three months? Uh, so therefore, Toshana Muberit Haitza. No, that year was a leap year. Uh, there were two Adaras in that year. Rubo uh, Shal Rishon, uh, you have the majority from the 7th to the end of the month. Uh, most of the first month, Rubo Shal Achron. And so too, the whole of the, the middle Adar as well. Uh, or, I mean the second Adar as well, so that's a full month. And then afterwards, uh, you have uh, most of the last three days, uh, most of the last days, Rubo Shal Achron, uh, 21 days in Nisan. <coughs> so the middle month, the second Adar was full. Uh, so you have uh, th- that as uh, you know a three month period. All right, but uh, tomorrow. Achota al Bait Paro, Hailech Karetile Isha, Minakedmini Aviot. The sister Miriam says to Pharaoh's daughter, Should I go call a nurse from the Hebrew woman? Okay, that she could uh, breastfeed for you. It says, Umashna, Aviot, Wa Dafka, Hebrew, Manamaid Sheikh Isru, Lemosha, Kol, and Mitrit Kulan. Mitriot Kulan, Moshe was given, handed around to all the, the, the Egyptian. Um, uh, women, uh, etc., that that uh, that would should have been able to feed him the wet nurses, etc., the women uh, that feed these uh, um, uh, babies. <coughs> they were pregnant and they, uh, they would feed them. Uh, he never um, uh, imbibed any, uh, he would refuse to drink the milk uh, from them. Amar, uh, and you know, there's a thought process going on. Obviously, Moshe can't uh, in, uh, verbalize this because he is. Uh, um, yeah, unable to speak uh, at this stage. A pair shatid lebeit emashkina. The mouth in future <coughs> will speak with the shkina. <coughs> Excuse me, with the divine presence itself. Yinak dava tamer. Uh, will he feed from something impure? Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, and, and, and therefore, high addictive, and this is what people say, it me or it, that, and it says, who should one teach knowledge? Who should one and, you know, make understand the message? It's a verse in Isaiah. And it says, let me or it, let me, Yavin, Hashma. Who should Hashem teach the, the knowledge of the Torah to and understand it? And it says, Lugulai Kalav, Latikai, Mishadam, those that are weak. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, the Pasuk says, continues, those that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breasts. Sorry, that teaches us. Uh, therefore, that uh, says the Torah should be un- uh, given through someone who didn't want to uh, nurse from a non-Jewish source, uh, and, and that is Moshe. So, you know, even today, uh, we do it. Um, uh, you know, we say that a children uh, should not be fed non-kosher milk. Uh, and so we see that even today we have this uh, concept that the child shouldn't drink of the kosher milk. So we see from an educational perspective uh, that uh, Rav, uh, Rav Kanievsky uh, t- teaches us, you know, that you know, who says that our child uh, will be born and be as great as Moshe, maybe this only applies, someone is going to get the Torah. Uh, so what we have to do, and Rav Rosner uh, explained this in the name of Rav Chaim Kanievsky, uh, that, uh, that his message is, is that we all have to treat our children as if they could get uh, to the level of Moshe Rabbeinu themselves. Anyway, 
continuing the story of a Tomer La, but Paro Lehi, the Paro's daughter said to her, Go. Uh, it says, uh, and, and it says, and the maiden, which, you know, Ha'alma, uh, went and called the child's mother, Amr Abilazar, Kalma, even though she was so young, as we said, like around five, uh, she went uh, with alacrity, okay, like uh, a young girl, like a maiden, all right, and not, uh, not just someone, not a young girl. Uh, much much stronger, like uh, like you know, uh, uh, what, what uh, the female equivalent of a lad, uh, like a teenager. Uh, it says Rashmu ben Achmaniyama Ha'ama Shehilit Ma Etevarah. He relates the word Ha'ama uh, to the word Helam uh, because it means Shehilima Etevarah. She hid her words. In other words, she didn't really say uh, that she was his sister and she was going to bring the mother. The term Elah Bat Paro Halachi Etayelet Hazeh. Uh, and and then she brings Yochevet uh, to uh, Moshe's mother, and Pharaoh's daughter says Yochevet, uh, take this child, Halichi uh, take this child and, and nurse it for me, and I will pay you uh, for it. Amar Bichama Berebi Chanina, he says, Nitnava Va'enuodat Ma Nitnava. She prophesied. She didn't really even know what she was prophesying. Halichi, uh, take this, uh, uh, you know. Um, Child, but it also means ah shelechi. Uh, this actually belongs to you. Vani let sacharech, and I will give you your reward, your wages. I'll pay you uh, to feed this child. Amri bichama berichenina. Rabbi Chama berichenina comes and says, Lord Yan let tzadikim shemachzirin lahen averatan. It's not enough uh, for tzadikim that they get back uh, what they've lost. Ella shenudim lahem skaran. Moreover, they actually get paid uh, over and above it. So so your chevet got paid uh, to nurse her child so this was an incredible uh, miracle uh, at the time you know she thought she was uh, she you know she was she was crying despondent one would assume uh, that she's now losing her child and the child that she want you know got this miraculous uh, got miraculously and she puts him in the water and now uh, it, it gets um, uh, you know seemingly gets destroyed and therefore uh, you know so so now all of a sudden she gets it back and she gets uh, paid uh, for the privilege of uh, of of keeping her own child so it's an amazing turnaround uh, and uh, and that's it's you know almost symbolic of what Moshe is going to achieve in future uh, that he takes the Jewish people all out of Egypt anyway uh, Miriam and later on uh, when it talks about the song of the sea Shirat Ayam, it says Miriam, the prophetess, who was the sister of Aaron. And she, she comes and she sings uh, with, you know, the rest of the women. Uh, so it says, uh, the Gemara questions is, Achot Aaron, uh, was she only the sister of Aaron, Velo Achot Moshe, and not the sister of Moshe. Uh, Amrav Amram, and Rav Amram uh, says, interesting, Amrav, in the name of Rav, because uh, Rav Amram um, uh, was she not the, the sister wife? She only referred to as the sister of Aaron, <coughs> Aaron, and not the sister of Moshe as well. Uh, Amrilai, Amrav, uh, Amram, uh, sorry, Amram, Amarav, sorry, Rav Amram in the name of Rav, because interesting, because he says his name is Avram in the name of Rav. Ramila, Rav Nachman, Amarav, or else it was Rav Nachman in the name of Rav. And I made Shata Nitnava, because she achot Aaron. No, she was a prophet. Tess, uh, when already she was only uh, the sister of Aaron, even before Moshe was born, uh, because. We had this before, but this is the more full uh, description of it for merit. Atidai mi shetilei ben shemoshia et Yisrael. 
in future, my mother is going to give birth to a son who will save the Jewish people. Kavan Shonodan Moshe, when Moshe was born, Nitmalei Kolabai Kula Or, the whole house was filled with light, as we saw previously, where the fifth explanation of, you know, why, why it was good. Kitovu Kavadavia Mashke Arosha, the father got up and kissed on his head, Amala Biti. Look, your prophecy has been fulfilled. Look at that. Kevan or when he threw her into the when he was had to be taken out and thrown in the river. Amadavia Vatavcha Arosha, her father, you know, tapped her on the head and says, Listen, Amina Biti, uh, where's your prophecy gone now? Uh, so therefore, And his sister stood from far away uh, to know. She knew that her prophecy would be fulfilled. Uh, and now she just waited to see exactly how it was going to be fulfilled. Uh, so it doesn't give the epilogue to that story. But one would assume uh, that when she came home, uh, with uh, and Yochevet came back home uh, with Moshe. Uh, the, the, you know the father must have acknowledged again what Miriam uh, saw. All right, uh, so that finishes uh, the story uh, of uh, the Exodus. Some very famous uh, discussions uh, about that, and tomorrow uh, we'll pick up uh, with uh, further discussions and going on and seeing and discussing Midah uh, with Yosef uh, and his brothers, amongst other things, uh, and and therefore <coughs> you know what what happens uh, at. The, at the end of um, of that, and we get back onto the Exodus uh, as well. Uh, we'll pick up tomorrow with with some very interesting agarata. Everyone should have a great day.